Hello, 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 and welcome to the bonus part of today's FYI, where we're talking about gyms. And as I said before, the word gym has something to do with being naked, being nude. That's right. Well, the word gymnasium comes from the word gymnasion, which has its roots in the word gymno. And the word gymno means, you guessed it, naked, in pelotas. So there you go. But why did they used to work out in the buff? This is a funny one. If you're in the buff, you're naked. If you're buff, you're cachas. So why did buff guys, tios cachas, work out in the buff, in pelotas? See what I did there? Well, at that time, when they did exercise, remember, we don't say to make exercise, we say to do exercise. Well, they did it nude. They did it in the buff, to use the expression I just showed you. Well, what better way to showcase your muscles, right? If you got to show people your muscles, and remember, they were competing. These guys were warriors. So they wanted to really see who had good muscles, who had big muscles, who was toned, who was defined. They wanted to know who their number one warrior was. And I guess it was just easier to have them work out naked than to lift their shirt like we do nowadays. Do you guys want to see my six-pack? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's in the fridge. <laughs> uh, uh, I've never had a six-pack in my life. I have had uh, a keg of beer. Un barril es más lo que yo tengo. My beer belly. Mi tripa cervecera. Gymnasion coming from the word gymno, which means naked, and it's because they used to get buff in the buff. See, you'll always remember those two words now. I told you I was going to tell you about my experiences, too, going to gyms in the United States and being a member. Remember, a member is un socio, and your membership is your yearly membership, your monthly membership. Now, as most people do, you pay for a year. You get a yearly membership because they usually have a good deal. But what's the problem? You have to show up. And I remember one time in Madrid, I signed up for a gym. I think I did a three-month membership. And I went, are you ready for this? You want to know how many times I went in three months? Drum roll, please. Once. Una vez. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. All right. Well, let me tell you about the gyms in the United States. And the one that I have the fondest memories of was Bally's Jack LaLanne. If you remember, we talked about Jack LaLanne in the first part of the show. He was a pioneer in the world of getting fit, fitness, exercising, and health clubs. So I was a member of one of his health clubs. It was called Bally's Jack LaLanne. I guess Bally's was their partner at that time. And this was so much more than just a gym. That's why I said there are gyms and there are health clubs. And then in the United States, you'll see a lot of health clubs because people don't only want to get buff. People don't only want to lift weights, levantar pesas, but they also want to relax. They also want to sit in the jacuzzi or in the sauna. Vamos a pronunciar esa palabra. No es sauna. Se escribe igual, pero se dice sauna. They want to sit in the sauna. They want to sit in the jacuzzi after their workout, right? 
well, do you want me to tell you the truth? Sometimes I would go there and I wouldn't work out. I would go straight to the sauna or I would go straight to the steam room. Steam room, that's a very literal word. La habitación de vapor. And yeah, I know, I know, I was lazy. I was lazy. Uh, that's probably why I'm not in the greatest shape and have never really been. And again, I'm not proud of that. But Bally's, Jack LaLanne, what a club. There was a pool, there was a jacuzzi, there was... You're like, Alberto, what about the workout stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to the machines, don't worry. <laughs> they had every machine and everything you could ever think of at Bally's. But the thing that sticks in my mind the most was the after-workout area. You know, once you went into the locker room, los cambiadores, and you went into the pool area, you knew you were going to go back to school relaxed. Because as I said, I was in college when I was a member of Bally's Jack LaLanne. I don't know if they're still open or in business, but Jack LaLanne, that name is synonymous with fitness. So let's talk about machines because we said Jack LaLanne himself invented a couple machines that we have nowadays. So uh, let's let's think about cardio here. You can say cardiovascular exercise, but we just say cardio. The same, you can say abdominals, but we just say abs. You can say pectorals, but we just say pecs. See, we're pretty lazy. Well, also think about it too. Usually when you're at the gym, you're out of breath. <gasps> So you're like, my pecs, my abs. You don't want to say the whole word. You only have one syllable, so you got to be very wise with it. So when I think of cardio, the first thing I think of is a treadmill. Una cinta de correr, I think you say in Spanish. A treadmill. And the word tread is pisar, so it makes sense. Then you have your elliptical trainer, which that's pretty good too. That's really good for someone who cannot do high-impact exercises like myself. I have a knee injury, so I can't run on the treadmill anymore. Doctor's orders. So the elliptical trainer is something that really saves my life because it gives me a cardio workout and it's low impact. Then you have the stepper right, where you can step, it's como subir escaleras, you've got your rowing machine, to row is remar, this is good to work your shoulders and your back as well, and uh, oh, how could you forget about the bench, now this is not a machine, well, yeah, sometimes it is, because sometimes you have free weights, and a lot of times, especially at Bally's, Jack LaLanne, I think just to make it safer, they had the weights incorporated into the machine. So the bench press was not just a bench, it was the whole machine. And I remember a, a, a phrase that we always say when we're bench pressing, can you spot me? To spot someone is to be there and just make sure that the bar doesn't fall on their face. And speaking of that bar, what do we call that bar that the weights are on? Well, first, the whole category is, as I just said, weights. So we're lifting weights. But there are two kinds that come to mind. The barbell, which is the small one, and the dumbbell, which is the longer bar. And it's funny, the word dumbbell is tontorron as well in Spanish. It's somebody who is not very bright. Okay, so I told you about some machines. I also told you about my experiences at Bally's Jack LaLanne, but I didn't tell you about the 24-hour gym in New York City. And I'll tell you, this was an interesting experience. There were some interesting characters at the gym 
at midnight. And you're probably asking me, Alberto, what were you doing at the gym at midnight? Well, you want me to be honest? I was just curious. I was just being nosy, un poco cotilla. I wanted to see what kind of people go to the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning. Dos de la madrugada, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Right? Cuando queremos decir de la madrugada en inglés, decimos a.m. Las cuatro de la madrugada, 4 a.m. And it confirmed my suspicions or my theory. There are some strange and interesting characters at a gym past midnight. It's almost like gremlins. But I have to say, it's very convenient because I remember sometimes I worked night shifts, turnos de noche. So people who work night shifts, who are security guards or work in the restaurant industry or hotels, the service industry, well, you can't go to the gym when everybody else does. So I thought it was very convenient. I thought the idea was great to have a gym that you could go to anytime. I mean, I imagine someone with insomnia. If you have insomnia, you suffer from insomnia, and you can't sleep, and you're tossing and turning, well, you could just go to the gym for an hour, burn off some energy, and, uh, and maybe you'll, you'll go back to sleep like a baby. We talked about the machines. Why don't we talk about some of the exercises? And some of the most common exercises that people do are sit-ups, as we said before, and it makes sense. Incorporarse is to sit up. This is what we, this is where we work on our abs. Remember, you can say abdominals, but it's more common to say abs. We do sit-ups. We do push-ups to work on our chest. Push-ups. Then we have pull-ups. I think you say dominadas, but think about it. Estirar para arriba. Ugh. Then we have chin-ups. The chin is la barbilla, donde subes la barbilla a la barra. So the good thing about our exercises is a lot of them make sense. Uh, look at the, another one, to do squats. My personal trainer, Fatima, hello Fatima, uh, Fatima Gomez, she's awesome. Uh, she has me doing squats, and it's great. The word squat es estar en cuclillas. You're squatting. We also use that word to say ocupa. So if you are a squatter, it is un ocupa, and you live in a squat, the place. See, we're always playing with words. Who said you can't learn English in the gym? Oh, and speaking of, if you guys don't have my book, English Everywhere, there's a chapter on gyms. So you'll get this vocabulary and much, much more. And that comes with audio as well. It's my book, English Everywhere, where I take you to 40 different places slash situations, and I teach you English there. And gym is one of those. So check it out. It's English Everywhere. You can get it at Vaughn Tienda, Amazon, or wherever fine books are sold. And remember, I have three other books, too, if you're interested. Sorry for the shameless plug, but hey, I just, I wrote the books for you, so I just want to make sure you got them. All right, let's talk about some classes, because this is something that has gotten very popular now, too. And this is good, this is this, for me, it seems like the same reason you have a workout buddy. Un colega con quien haces ejercicio. Somebody to keep you motivated when you're not motivated, when you're feeling demotivated, when you need a little encouragement, aliento, encouragement, when you need somebody to encourage you. So that's why it's always good. I say the same thing with English. You know, find a partner, find a buddy that you work out with. And this way, when you're having a bad day, your buddy will say, come on, let's go, even if it's just for a half hour. And there are so many parallels I can draw between working out and getting in shape and learning English. 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to include a link of an article I wrote on my friend's blog, Next Step English. If you're not following her, you should. It's Next Step English. I'll leave a link to this article that I wrote, which links learning a language to working out. I hope you enjoy it. I'll leave the link in the show notes. And follow Jen while you're at it. Next Step English. I like the buddy idea. But I don't like classes. I tried a few classes and I, I'm not big on doing things with a group. That's probably why I have a personal trainer now and I work exclusively with her. Fatima Gomez, by the way, if you guys want to follow her, uh, she is fantastic. And she doesn't only help me with the exercises and, and strengthening my core and losing weight and developing muscle, but she also helps me with my diet and, you know, making sure that I eat the right ingredients, the right food to maximize my workout experience. But a lot of people love classes, so they're popular. People sign up for gym sometimes because of the classes. Some of the most popular ones, I guess, are spinning, and that, that one makes sense. Spin is girar, estás girando, uh, right? rodando. Then you've got yoga. Wow, yoga. That's one I did once. I did that one at Bally's in New York City. Oh, right. I was a member of another gym, ¿ves? Se me olvida. In New York City, Bally's on 34th Street, I think it was. And I tried my first and only yoga class. And I used to laugh at yoga and say, <laughs> yoga, that's not really exercise. <laughs> yoga, come on. Um... I don't think I ever felt so beat up. And I think the woman knew it. I, I think the yoga instructor looked at me and says, you think this is going to be easy? You think you're going to come here and, and pick up girls? Remember, we said to pick up es ligar. And she got my number. Me tuvo fichado. She got my number and she goes, okay, you're going to suffer today. I don't think I've ever been that sore in my life. To be sore is tener agujetas or to have sore muscles. You could say, I'm sore or I have sore muscles. I was so sore and I think it lasted like a week. Duró como una semana. I'll never forget that yoga teacher. And I think that's what she wanted. I think she was thinking, you're never going to forget me, buddy. <laughs> the evil yoga teacher. Well, I guess in her defense, she was sick of seeing guys like me coming in there thinking yoga was a walk in the park, algo fácil, pan comido, a walk in the park, a breeze. And, well, I, I realized that day that is far from the truth, como diríamos, lejos de la verdad. So yoga, I, I've always wanted to get back into it because I felt like it, it's something that could help me. I'm a restless person, so I need to do exercise, not just for my body, for, but also I'm restless, inquieto, so I need to burn off calories like a child, really. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Yes, I'm a big child, a big kid, an overgrown child. <laughs> Now remember, yoga, you just need one thing really to do yoga. Aside from your body, you need a yoga mat. Um, a yoga mat. Another one that's very popular right now is kickboxing. Remember we said boxing was one of the things that made gyms popular. Well, kickboxing, I feel, is doing the same now. Many people are signing up to different gyms because they have kickboxing classes. And that's another one, too, that I'm interested in trying out. To try out is intentar o probar. Or maybe just normal boxing first. 
I don't know. Have you guys ever tried any boxing or kickboxing? I mean, I, I haven't. The only thing I can say I've done is maybe I've punched a, a punching bag before, right? A punching bag is este saco, and I've jumped rope. Uh, yes, we've all seen Rocky too many times. Todos hemos visto la película Rocky demasiadas veces. And don't forget about the martial arts, as we said before. This is another way to get in shape and also work on your focus, on your concentration. And I think that's the trend these days. People don't just want to work on their body. They want to work on connecting their mind with their body, with their spirit, so that all three of those are just flowing together and complementing each other. Okay, let's look at some other vocabulary before we have to say goodbye. Uh, I love this one. Parting is such sweet sorrow. This is a, a Shakespeare quote, una cita de Shakespeare. I don't know how they translated it into Spanish, pero to part es despedirse. Un poco anticuado, es lengua de Shakespeare. Uh, parting is such sweet sorrow. Decir adiós es eh, tristeza, tristeza dulce. Thanks, Shakespeare. Qué dramático. How melodramatic. Well, he was the king of drama, wasn't he? All right, let's look at a few different idioms and vocabulary words that you'll hear around the gym. Now, one word we talk about when we're at the gym, both before our workout and post-workout, is stretch. We need to stretch. The importance of stretching. Man, if you don't stretch, you could hurt yourself, especially at my age. Trust me. You don't believe me? Ask my personal trainer, Fatima, and she will tell you what happens when Alberto doesn't stretch or doesn't warm up correctly. To warm up is calentar. And this is not just in the gym. This could be for singing. I always tell my students when we start a class, we need to warm up, calentar los motores. I also want you to, uh, to pay attention to how I pronounce that word. It's not warm space up, warm pause up. No, it's warm up. O sea, unimos la M con el up. Okay, let's warm up. Let's, it's como decir guerra up. Let's warm up. Say it with me, guys. Remember, if you listen to the podcast, it's great because you're going to get tons of vocabulary every week in our PDF documents for our superstar students and above. There are over 250 to 400 vocabulary words every week. But remember, if you want to work on just your listening, that's fine. But if you want to repeat some of the vocabulary, some of the pronunciation things, the idioms, that's another way to work on your speaking as well. And I urge you to do it whenever possible. Uh, another thing that you'll hear at the gym is uh, to pull a muscle. Un tiron. Makes sense. Same word in Spanish. That's the worst. Have you guys ever pulled a muscle? <sighs> oh, man, I pulled a muscle once in my calf. Your, my calf is mi gemelo. Calf, C-A-L-F. It also means a baby cow. Yeah, hey guys, I just teach the language. I don't uh, define the meanings. So that's something you want to avoid. You don't want to get sore muscles. You don't want to pull a muscle. You just want those muscles to get bigger, to get stronger. Another thing that can happen as well, if you don't breathe correctly, and my personal trainer and many people in the industry uh, say how important the breathing process is, that you link your breathing to your exercise. Uh, and if you don't, or if you overexert yourself, you could pass out. Right? To pass out is desmayarse. Another way we could say that is to faint. And there are times, guys, when I've been on the verge. 
yo he estado en el borde. I was, I was like, if I don't drink some water or some Gatorade or something right now, I'm going to pass out. So remember, just like everything in life, don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. It's not te pases. Well, unless we're talking about learning English. I cannot stress the importance of consistency, of switching it up. To switch it up is variarlo. Pushing yourself a little bit each day, challenging yourself, and measuring your progress. And if you do all that stuff in the gym already, well then just apply it to English and you'll be speaking English in no time. En un plis plas. Well, folks, I've got to tell you, it's time to go. But as I reminded you in the beginning, showing up is half the battle. And that officially ends today's bonus section of the show. Thank you so much to all of you for supporting me and the work I do. I'm always open to suggestions, and I hope to have some new amazing things coming for you in the coming year. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next episode of FYI. Hang on, hang on. Bring that music back in. How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week.